0: Day after day, I must face a world of strangers Where I don't belong, I'm not that strong Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Dre Says. Um, welcome to episode two. Uh, let me start off by saying this. Thank you. I love and appreciate every single one of y'all. Uh, thank you for watching my first episode. Thank you for tuning in for the next one. Thank you for your comments, your likes, your sharing of it. Um, you don't know how much that imp- I appreciate that. Today, we are going to do exactly what the fuck I said on Saturday I wasn't going to do. If you follow me on social media, I went to social media last Saturday. Um, and explain that I did not want to talk about this on my podcast because I am tired. Oh, don't get it twisted. I'm still fucking tired. I am mentally, physically and emotionally shot. I am so fucking sick and tired of talking about this, but I have to, uh, some people protest, some people march, some people riot, some people loot, some people donate. This is what I do. This is my platform. If you're not using your platform to get the message across about this, then what the fuck are you doing? Let's start off with saying this. Black lives matter. I don't care about any other version of that phrase. I'll say it again. Black lives matter. You know why I don't care about any other form of that phrase? It's not because I'm a black man. It's not just because I'm African American. If I was Latin, if I was Asian, if I was Indian Native American, white, it would still stand true. Black lives matter. Do you know why? Because to a lot of this world, they don't. To a good portion of this world, we don't mean shit. To a large amount of people in this country, there's no value to us. So I'll say it again, black lives matter. so I could go through and list all the names of the people who have been killed by police, but that would be doing an injustice to all the people who have been killed by anyone that was African-American and was doing nothing wrong at the time was no danger or threat to anyone. You got to understand, yeah, we're upset with the police fuck 12, right? Everybody's in on that. Um, But I'm pretty sure my man jogging down the street didn't get shot by cops. So I'm just going to sum it up with. If you're that afraid of us. Maybe you want to be on our team and not try to fight against us. Because that's the only thing I could think of that actually makes fucking sense. You can't honestly believe that you're better than us. You can't honestly believe that if you take two humans and stand them face to face and one of them being Caucasian and one of them being African-American, that the Caucasian person can honestly, without lying to themselves, us or God, say that they think they are better than us and that they can have proof that they are better than us. Strip away all the bullshit, all the material shit, all the money, fucking anything. And tell me you think you're better than us. You can't even stand outside in the summertime too long without your fucking skin falling to us. So you're going to tell me you're better than us? You know the crazy part about all this shit is? If the role was reversed, we wouldn't be saying we are better than you. If you look at what we're fighting for, if you look at what we're asking for, we're not asking to be put on a pedestal higher than you. We're asking to be here, level, equal, eye to eye, respected. Some of you motherfuckers put your animals before us. Some of y'all will run out to the middle of the street to probably try to save a cat before you will run out in the middle of the street and push an African-American out of the way of a car. Oh, don't worry. If that's not you, don't worry. I'm not talking to you. The motherfuckers I'm talking to know exactly who I'm talking to. This is the shit that kills me. This is the shit that irks me. This is the shit that makes me tired. How are you made of the same flesh and blood and bones, going to tell me that you think you're better than me. The crazy part about it is is y'all about to learn that y'all not. I don't know if you've looked at the world lately. I don't know if you've seen the largest civil rights movement ever in this country's history happening outside your door. And it's crazy because We have nobody to thank but you motherfuckers. You know why? Because y'all trained us for this shit. After you snatched us up from our country and brought us here to work for you as labor, y'all built our bodies into what the fuck they are now. Do you know why a lot of the athletes are African-American? Because our bodies were so beaten and stressed out and still had to work that genetics changed. The fact that y'all have to train physically twice as hard as us to keep up should teach you that. <laughs> Do you know why most of the, the very high, like the very smartest people in this world are not of Caucasian descent? Look it up. A lot of these, you know I mean, Rhodes scholars that didn't have to pay to be in college are not white. Do you know why? Because we had to work twice as hard to get anything three times, four times is hard to get anything. So while y'all studied, y'all did y'all thing, y'all was working really hard and your family was paying for you to go to school, we were grinding to get scholarships. We were pushed even further once we got to school because our parents who didn't have shit handed to them either and had to battle and had to fight to get to where they got, taught us to fight and battle to get even further than where they got. You ever heard the saying, if you work hard for something, you appreciate it more? I remember when I got my first car, my mom was like, nah, you're gonna pay for it because you will appreciate that more. Maybe that's why you guys don't appreciate the United States. Maybe that's why you don't appreciate the freedoms that you have. Maybe that's why you don't appreciate the land that you have. Because y'all didn't have to work for this shit. We did. The only work y'all put in is when y'all stole it from somebody. Then you went and stole us and brought us here. And we worked the ground. And we made it habitable. Maybe that's why y'all don't appreciate this shit. I I really like you to take a moment. If there's anybody out here that's watching this that doesn't like black people, well, this is interesting that you're fucking watching it. Um, But if you're sharing this and there's people that are catching a glimpse of it, I hope you catch this part. Imagine this United States without us. I'm not going to go too deep into it. i am knock on a couple of things that are good enough, that are easy enough for everybody to understand when it comes to what I just said. So let's just start here. Imagine not having a light bulb. One of the key components in light bulb was created by an African-American man. imagine watching sports without us in them hats off to youtubers and jake frown dickheads but anyways imagine that can you do it imagine turning on your radio and any element of music that we created you were not able to use even your beloved country this would be a shitty-ass place without us. I'm just saying. Imagine movies. I don't know how the fuck y'all did that before y'all let African-Americans star movies. Imagine (laughs) movies. Imagine watching stand-up comedy without there ever being an African-American person in it. So, even the context and delivery of some of your Caucasian comedians would not be there. Ask any of them who their idols are when it comes to comedy. I'm pretty sure you're going to hear Richard Pryor at least once. Red Fox. Shit, Eddie Murphy. Imagine that not being a possibility. You really want to live in this country still? (sighs) Man, listen. As a black man in this country, it's crazy to me. Like there's certain things, I'll be honest. This is, this is a crazy thing, and most people will probably gasp at this. I'm fucking privileged. Let's let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it all the way a hundred. I'm privileged. You know why I'm privileged? Because my parents weren't. And they did everything possible to make sure I was. Were we rich when I was growing up? Hell no. Hell no. Did I know I was broke? Nope. Um, I remember living on Thurston, uh, which is the west side of the city on Promright. Yeah, in Rochester. Um, And I remember the house across the street getting shot up. And I remember very swiftly being moved from the city to Henrietta. This is back in the 90s before it was like more integrated. Like, I mean, it it was when I was there, there was a couple of black families, but like you kind of knew who all of them were back then. Um, I remember telling my mom like, yo, what's that in our backyard? She was like, it's a gazebo. Fuck it's, like it's a gazebo. I had no idea. Mom, where's the sidewalks? There isn't any sidewalks. You gotta, when you ride your bike, ride it in that concrete drain. Oh, okay. And as I got older, I realized little things, like when we moved to Henrietta, we didn't own our house. All well, my other friends' parents owned their houses, but I didn't know that when I was younger. I just knew I lived in Henrietta. Um, the little things that my mom said she wouldn't give me, I just thought other kids weren't getting too. Like, no, you can't have a super soaker, by the way, which was created by an African-American man. Why? Cause you can't. You got Super Soaker money, shit like that. You know what I'm talking about. But I never realized it. I never realized, oh, we didn't have that money. We didn't have it. My mom worked her fucking ass off. My stepdad worked his fucking ass off so that we had a better life. So yes, I'm privileged. I got a good education. I had parents that busted their asses to get us where we needed to get. Who had to work three to four times harder than anyone else just to make sure that we got what we needed and got the education that we needed and had the mental capacity to understand that in this world we are not created and treated equally but you're not going to let nobody treat you like you're not equal. So yes, I'm privileged. I'm not stupid about that. There was minimal days where I went without. I would get... I would have friends as I got older that would tell me like, "Yo, nah, you, you, it's different for you." I never, I, ne- I didn't get that. I would have white friends that would be like, "Oh no, yeah, my parents really like you." I'm like, cool, like, I'm glad they do. Yeah, oh yeah, my my uncle doesn't really like black people, but he loves you. Fuck, what? I know my privilege. that doesn't change the fact that I'm an African-American man. It doesn't change the fact that when I get pulled over, my heart is pounding out of my fucking chest. My hands start to get sweaty. And I'm thinking, please God, let me get home. It doesn't change that when someone that doesn't know you, doesn't know what you've done through life, doesn't know how hard you've worked to get where the fuck you are, just looks at who you are and what you look like and makes a decision that they don't give a fuck about your life. I know my privilege. I know that there's not a lot of people that look like me that have had the opportunities that I've had in life. I don't squander my opportunities because of that. I take advantage of every single one of them. And when I see someone that looks like me, that needs that help, that needs that encouragement, that needs to be talked to, that needs to be, yo, bro, try doing this instead of doing this. I make sure I do. To a fault, I always have my hand up trying to pull somebody up. Do I get bit sometimes? Yeah. Do I get pulled pulled over the edge sometimes? Yeah. I don't give a fuck, though. I know my privilege. I know the things that I was able to have in life that some people that look like me weren't. And that's not their fault. That's not their parents' fault. It's like a fucking lottery for us out here. You either get lucky enough to get to a certain point in life and then you got to bust your ass to keep it there and move forward or you're not. The number one, I mean, the number one response, the number one negative response to Black Lives Matters is, well, is it the same thing when you're killing one of over? Fuck you if you if you say that. So I don't know if you all know this or not, but. African-Americans and minorities in general were corralled back in the day. There were certain areas where we weren't allowed to buy homes. She basically corralled us into one area, i.e. your ghettos. Stacked us on top of one of another, um, made it so we couldn't move out, made it so that we couldn't get loans to make our area better, to open businesses, to buy the homes that we were renting. Then, you know, crack comes in, the crack epidemic, which I don't know about y'all, I ain't never read nothing that said an African-American man made of crack, um, but whatever, it happened. Uh, mind you, crack is made from cocaine, same drug. Two different charges helped with those two different drugs, though. Take a wild guess at which one was readily available in the ghetto. Um, then you got your. <sighs> it's just so fucked up. You got your crack epidemic, where the you know what I mean. You get caught with the shit, you're going to jail. A certain amount, you're catching a felony more than likely you're the father to another young black man or young black woman because you were out there trying to make your money because you know, you can't go get a loan to open a fucking business. So this is the fastest way. And you were introduced to it by a friend. who was introduced to it by another friend who was introduced to it by the homie up the way who more than likely got it from a white dude, but they're not gonna tell you that part of history. Um, so you get out of jail, you can't, you can't get a job. Nobody's gonna hire a felon. So then the cycle continues. I know you're thinking, but why do you kill each other? Because if this is my block and this is my area where I have to make money to provide for mine and someone tries to take that from me, I can't allow that. Let Let me explain it to you. So like if, you know, Someone comes over to our country and tries to take it from us. We can't allow that. The only difference is they may look different than us. The reason why black on black crime happens and they, we look exactly the same is because we the only motherfuckers that's in this problem, in this area, because we weren't allowed to branch out. Because y'all don't want to fucking live down there. kind of goes back to what would the United States look like without us here it'd be a whole lot of white on white crime because y'all pretty good at oppressing your own people too especially if they like us I'm just going to put that out there see this is a topic I don't like to talk about I hate talking about this I hate talking about it because it just frustrates me and I get emotional and I can't convey my thoughts the way I want to because deep down inside, if I say the wrong thing, I feel like someone's gonna come knocking at my door and try to cart me away. That's a, that's a real fear, by the way. Like, I'm not joking. I feel like <clears throat> if I say the wrong thing and someone shows this to my employer who helps me pay my bills, I may not have my job anymore. But at a certain point in life, you have to get tired of being tired and voice your opinion and speak your truth. Listen, don't get me wrong. I don't hate anybody. I'm going to use one of y'all tactics. I have white friends. I have allies. Like real allies, y'all. When I've been at my lowest low, my allies have had my back. And those allies know that this is not about them. Those allies know that. Part of my allies are probably going to be like, Dre, why'd you even bring that shit up? That's not the topic you should have been talking about. You should have kept your focus on what you were talking about. I am. Because to be honest, without some of my allies, I wouldn't be where the fuck I am right now. This shit is crazy, y'all. This shit is crazy. Eight minutes is a long time. Eight minutes with somebody's fucking knee on your neck, not being able to breathe is a long time. I can't imagine, not because I'm a big man, but in general, I can't imagine taking a jog and hearing screeching tires behind you and bullets being fired at you. I can't imagine that the next time that I look across the street at a beautiful woman and go, damn, that I might be dragged behind a fucking truck for it. I can't can't imagine getting pulled over for a fucking busted taillight and losing my life. I know my privilege. This is why I do not want to talk about this shit. The manner that I like to conduct myself in is of what I am, an educated black man who understands who the fuck he is and what this country believes he is and how dangerous I am to this world and how scared they are of us. I don't like to be emotional in front of people. I don't enjoy having to depict what it would be like if I was stuck in one of those fucking circumstances. But if I don't speak, if I keep quiet, if I shut the fuck up and dribble, then who the fuck am I as a man? Yeah, I better pray to whatever you believe in that the tables don't turn. I don't think you are built for this shit. I love y'all, man. I really do. Black Lives Matter. Day after day, I must face a world of strangers Where I don't belong I'm not that strong